together growing in faith changing communities the grace and peace of our lord jesus christ the love of god the communion of the holy spirit be with you always my dear brothers and sisters today i would like us to reflect on the letter of saint paul to the ephesians chapter 3 verses 2 to 12 brethren i assume that you have heard of the stewardship of god's grace that was given to me for you how the mystery was made known to me by revelation as i have written briefly when you read this when you read this you can perceive my insight into the mystery of christ which was not made known to the sons of men in order in other generations as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That is, how the Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, and partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given me by the working of his power. To me, though, I am the very least of all the saints. This grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable right riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things, that through the church the manifold wisdom of God might know may now be made known to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose which he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and confidence of access through our faith in him. Uh, I love the, the opening lines in this story I assume that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to me for you I assume that you understand and you have heard of how God has given me a responsibility and the operative word for me is stewardship as a steward of God's mysteries and of God's love and of God's mercy, I need to remind myself always, it is of God's. It belongs to God. Whatever we do, I think we need to keep that in mind, that it is God who is in charge. It is God who calls us for something greater. And if it's God who calls us for something greater, I need to be open to the workings of the Spirit and to acknowledge and ask myself, where is God calling me to? And so often as a, as, as a church, as a, as a parish, as a family, as a community, where am I being led? Where are we being led? Well, what is God doing to us where is he leading us 
what is he taking us from and where is he taking us to? God calls us for something great. God calls us for something absolutely wonderful. And he wants us to know that. And so St. Paul says, I've been given this great mandate to preach to the Gentiles. But you know what is the most interesting aspect is that he is a Jewish man. And Jews and Gentiles were not the best of friends. And yet he acknowledges, he sees, he knows that he's been called by God to minister to these people. It's, it's like God is asking you to be kind and to provide for your lifetime enemy. That you are now asked to see goodness in them. To see grace in them. To call them for something bigger. And to realize that they can achieve that and more. That God uses you as an instrument of change. God uses you as an instrument of his love. That he wants to heal the world, but he needs us to do that. And so he says, I need to remind you that the Gentiles are the co-heirs with us. That they too have been called by Christ Jesus. That they too are the members of the body of Christ. Paul argues, and he wants to make this argument quite clear. What God has done and achieved in us as Jews, he has also done and achieved in them as Gentiles. And sometimes I need to accept that in my heart, in my heart, in my mind, that God loves them as much as he loves me. Sometimes we, we struggle with that concept, can God love my enemy? Yes, he can, and he does. He's not taking sides. It's neither who's right nor wrong. He just loves because his nature is to love. And so when St. Paul acknowledges that, I'm, I'm imagining those who were reading this, those who were hearing this, how did they respond? Especially in a culture of us versus them. How welcoming are we as a community? How forgiving are we as a family? How kind are we as a people of faith? Are we willing to work with people of different faiths? With people who think differently from us? With people who behave differently from us? Are we willing to trust them? Are we willing to trust God? Are we willing to be open to the workings of the Holy Spirit and ask God to 
to journey with us and to call us to something greater and to realize that it is God that is at the center of everything. That it is God who has created us. How do we live with each other having disagreed for years? How do we learn to mend having been enemies for years? How do we stay with God having known how to stay without God? And so Paul challenges our thinking. He challenges us and he calls us for something greater. He wants to remind us that we also are sharing in the promises of Christ. That these promises of Christ that have been made to us, they were given to us because God in all of us wants us to live by his grace. That all those who are searching for God, they can find him. Regardless of who they are, regardless of where they come from, regardless of their past. And that brings consolation. That to God we matter. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect us, to bless and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh my God, I offer up to you all my thoughts, words and actions, joys and hopes, griefs and anxieties of this day. I ask you to grant me the grace to love and to serve you and all those you send my way today. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. May Almighty God bless and protect you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.